Hello, everybody, and welcome to Narrative. Long before the impeachment threats and the congressional hearings, a shadowy effort was underway in Ukraine and Russia to craft the Hunter Biden corruption story. This is the story of how that multi-year election interference operation got off the ground, how it's permeated American politics ever since, and how it now threatens American democracy. That's tonight on Narrative. Next week, House Speaker Mike Johnson is expected to call a formal vote on articles of impeachment on the House floor. It'll be the closing act of a House session that included a tempestuous battle for the Speaker's gavel, but very little else in terms of legislative success. But the newly elected House Speaker is confident he'll get a unanimous vote of approval from his entire caucus for the impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. The evidence is so clear you cannot look away, and the Constitution requires the House to follow the truth where it leads. We, we have a duty to do this. We cannot stop the process. Speaker Johnson's former colleague, Republican Liz Cheney, is under no illusion about Johnson's motivations. She points out in her new book that Johnson was one of the architects of the January the 6th attempted coup. What Donald Trump is trying to do, he can't do it by himself. He has to have collaborators. And the story of Mike Johnson is a story of a collaborator and someone who knew then and knows now that what he's doing and saying is wrong, but he's willing to do it in an effort to please Donald Trump. That's what makes it dangerous. The Speaker of the House is a collaborator to overthrow the last election. Absolutely. In the days leading up to the vote, Republicans launched an Impeach Joe Biden website and trotted out the entire leadership team in front of the congressional media and perhaps just as importantly, in front of Fox News audiences. Mike Johnson is preparing to announce a formal impeachment inquiry vote into President Biden in the coming weeks before the House leaves for the holidays on December 15th. After what he said has been weeks of stonewalling by the Department of Justice. Following the money and the facts to uncover what I believe will prove to be one of the largest political corruption scandals of our lifetime, and potentially in our nation's history. Our investigation has revealed how Joe Biden participated in and benefited from his family cashing in on the Biden name around the world. This story is as old as time. You have a politician who does certain things. Those actions benefit his family financially. And then there's an effort to sweep it all under the rug. We will be holding a hearing with the IRS whistleblowers to discuss the investigation as well as releasing additional material that they have provided. The American people expect no less. You see checks. You see more facts that continue to be released. John Adams famously said facts are stubborn things. And you heard a recitation of that here this morning. These facts are alarming. For all that bluster, you'd expect Republicans had some real evidence. But all they have is circumstantial evidence. Nothing at all to link President Joe Biden to his son's business dealings. Despite this lack of evidence implicating the president, the GOP propaganda machine has kept up a steady drumbeat of misleading releases. This week, House Oversight Chairman James Comer resorted again to mischaracterizing repayments of loans within the Biden family as sketchy transactions. Today, the House Oversight Committee is releasing subpoenaed bank records that show Hunter Biden's business entity, Wasco PC, made direct monthly payments to Joe Biden. 
This wasn't a payment from Hunter Biden's personal account, but an account for his corporation that received payments from China. Comer's spokesperson sent an email to members of the media reported in the Washington Post that claimed that three payments of $1,380 made from Hunter Biden to his dad in 2018, when Biden was neither president nor vice president, were, quote, part of a pattern revealing Joe Biden knew about, participated in, and benefited from his family's influence peddling schemes, unquote. In fact, there were payments related to a car of his dad's that Hunter Biden was using. Famed former federal prosecutor Joyce Vance says they have speculation, rumor, and innuendo. Despite their best efforts to come up with something, Republicans are still empty-handed. But despite this lack of evidence, recent polling shows 61% of Americans believe Joe Biden was involved in Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings as vice president, and 41% believe that he did so illegally. You actually can't blame American voters for this faulty perception. Between the GOP's three committee chairmen, an overhyped right-wing social media frenzy, and Maria Bartiromo of Fox News, who just recently escaped being fired for the Dominion voting scandal, Republican voters are receiving a constant diet of lies about Joe Biden. With so much smoke, Americans must be wondering, how can there not be a fire? Indeed, how can a set of lies survive so stubbornly since at least 2019? After all, the Hunter Biden narrative that will form the basis for any Joe Biden impeachment was also the basis for the first Trump impeachment, the underpinning of a disinformation campaign during the 2020 elections. And here it is again in 2024. There is a reason for all of this, and it's one that Donald Trump will likely dismiss as a Russian hoax. But it's anything but a hoax. It's a deadly serious Russian intelligence operation with two key aims in mind, stopping Joe Biden from winning a second term and returning Donald Trump to the presidency. You'll remember in 2019 when Rudy Giuliani and one American news anchor, Chanel Rion, visited Ukraine to dig up what they said was dirt on Joe Biden. Rion wound up running a series of reports alleging Biden had bribed President Petro Poroshenko with a billion dollars in aid to get the chief prosecutor, Victor Shogun, fired. A story where truth in Biden's world is truly darker than fiction. Biden narrative that Victor Shokin was a, quote, bad guy who needed replacing was turned completely on its head by Ukrainian member of parliament Andrei Durkacz. In a one-hour press conference on May 19, 2020, Durkacz released phone recordings of Joe Biden. The tapes, it turns out, were fabrications. And Andrei Durkacz, who met with Rudy Giuliani and Chanel Rion, was far more than just a Ukrainian member of parliament. Last year, Ukraine security services accused Durkash of high treason. The Ukrainian MP was operating a Russian spy network for Russia's GRU within Ukraine. The network was being funded to the tune of $4 million every few months. Durkash, it turned out, was also a graduate of Russia's FSB Academy, a business associate of Oleg Deripaska, and a devotee of the Russian Orthodox Church's spiritual leader, and Putin's ally, Kirill. But Durkash was arrested last year, and since then we haven't heard much about him, 
or his network. Until now. Last month, a key figure in Durkash's network was also arrested by Ukrainian officials, Ukrainian Member of Parliament Oleksandr Dubinsky, who had close ties to oligarch Ihor Kolomoisky and represented the main Zelensky party's servants for the people. Ukrainian authorities arrested Dubinsky on treason charges for working with Russia. Dubinsky was codenamed Buratino from the Russian adaptation of Pinocchio and was a member of a criminal organization formed by the GRU, the Russian military intelligence, that was funded to the tune of 10 million US dollars. This is a very big deal. Durkash was charged with treason last year, but it was also involving a far bigger spy operation. Dubinsky's arrest last month has everything to do with Rudy Giuliani and the origins of the Hunter Biden investigation. Here's a photo of Dubinsky with Rudy Giuliani snapped in Kiev in December 2019, around the time of the Hunter Biden allegations. The FBI has also issued wanted posters accusing Dubinsky and five other associates of Durkash of Russian-backed election interference and illegal foreign lobbying. So in just the last few weeks, Ukraine has arrested a suspected Russian spy who is a sitting member of Ukraine's parliament for running a multi-million dollar operation to discredit Joe Biden and to interfere in the U.S. elections using Russian narratives. There's another important GRU Russian intelligent vector to the Hunter Biden story, which paid subscribers to Narrative will know about. We had previously exposed two critical facts about the Hunter Biden scandal. First, the so-called Hunter Biden laptop is not actually a laptop, but rather a sophisticated hack of Biden's iCloud. Secondly, a version of the Hunter Biden data was actually disseminated by Rudy Giuliani in what is widely believed to be a part of a Russian intelligence operation. I spoke to former Congressman Denver Riggleman about the Hunter Biden claims. So I'm in a u- unique position, and you probably know this, is not only did I see the data in January 6th, I also have the Hunter Biden forensics. Our team actually was hired by the Hunter Biden legal team to look at all of Hunter Biden's data. And it's not just the fact that we know that Rudy Giuliani had very close relationships with the agent administration, by the way. So there were really two teams looking at this. It was a Chinese and the Russian team. It was Bannon and Giuliani. As far as I know, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong here, it's not even really a laptop. We're not even talking about a laptop. It's a, probably a, an iCloud hack of some sort that has been downloaded into some hard drive and then distributed around and messed around so many times that who knows who, who's actually, whose fingerprints are on there. It could be anybody. Let me tell you how ridiculous it is. John Paul McIsaac, the owner of the Mac Shop, Zeb, who was legally blind, and somehow he has a specific identification of Hunter Biden. You're looking at a guy who's a fabulist. He has a conspiratorial mindset, maybe doesn't live in reality. And he's linked to Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani and Bannon are the primary sources of the Hunter Biden data. In fact, Rudy Giuliani is at the center of a number of figures in Ukraine that have been tied to Russian intelligence. Starting from the top left here, there's Pavel Fuchs, the oligarch. Paul Manafort, who was Donald Trump's campaign manager. Then there's the MP, Andrei Durkash, charged with high treason last year. And then the other MP, Dubinsky, charged with high treason just last month. Giuliani's also close to the chief rabbi of Ukraine. And you'll remember Lev Parnas and Igor Furman, the two collaborators of Rudy Giuliani, who were involved in the first impeachment trial of 
Donald Trump. There's a lot of GRU activity around Rudy Giuliani all the way through from 2019 up until now. Which brings us back to the person that Liz Cheney calls the collaborator. Maybe Mike Johnson would still be speaker. Given what Mike Johnson did in and, in around, in and around the 2020 election, what is the risk in terms of him potentially still being Speaker of the House, him controlling the House of Representatives in the aftermath of the next election? Um, you know, it is, it's, it's, it's terrifying. And, and I say that um, with no, no pleasure. It, it pains me that that's where we are. But you were friends with him. I was. We were elected the same year. Our offices were next door to each other. And I believed Mike to be uh, a man of principle. Um, what I learned was that he was willing to do things he knew to be wrong in order to placate Donald Trump. Last month, my own investigation had uncovered dubious financial connections between Johnson and Russian oligarch Konstantin Nikolaev, a key funder of Maria Butina's infiltration of the NRA. At the time of that publication, we reported that Nikolaev was the chairman of American Ethane and that he was close to Putin, but we can report today that Nikolaev is much more than just a Putin oligarch. In addition to being Maria Butina's handler, Nikolaev is also responsible for the key supply chain of weapons which arm Putin's National Guard with rifles and night vision goggles which are used in Ukraine. Nikolaev also has ties to Oleg Deripaska. Deripaska is considered an agent of the GRU. Nikolaev has security clearances from the FSB. Now, Speaker Johnson claims he returned the money he received from American Ethane, totaling $6,100, after he discovered their origin. But it doesn't change the fact that he took the money knowing full well the contributions came from foreign-owned companies. And now that we know more about Nikolaev's actual work for Putin, the fact that he's a handler for Maria Putina and a key player in the supply chain for Russian forces fighting in Ukraine, it certainly raises eyebrows as to why Johnson would have anything to do with Nikolaev at all. To put it all together, you have a conspiracy to influence the US elections, which involved two Ukrainian members of parliament on the payroll of the GRU to the tune of 10 millions of dollars. Both men have been charged with high treason. There is also evidence that their efforts made it to the United States through Rudy Giuliani. We also know that the data, formerly described as the Hunter Biden laptop, was likely a sophisticated iCloud hack and was also distributed by Rudy Giuliani. Added to that, the man championing the House impeachment vote, the new House Speaker Mike Johnson, not only accepted money from Russian oligarch Konstantin Nikolaev and benefited from the Maria Butina operation, it's clear that he is not on the side of democracy. A situation where you have a Speaker of the House who so clearly set aside what he knew to be the facts, what he knew to be the law, what he knew to be our obligations under the Constitution um, in order to try to help Donald Trump in his efforts in 2020, we, we cannot count on, uh, on a majority of Republicans, on someone like that, um, to do the right thing, to uphold the Constitution. And it's not just that he took money from Russians. He took money from four Russians, Deripaska, Nikolaev, Volushin, and Abramovich. These are four Russians who are so close to Vladimir Putin. They form the very inner circle. They have deep ties to Russia's intelligence agencies. And in some cases, the supply chain, which is supplying Russia with weapons in Ukraine. 
Every minute of Narrative's reporting, every story that we break is made possible by our patrons. You too can become a patron by joining at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Narrative, where truth lives. One day you'll tell the story of autocrats, crooks, and kings who came for our freedom. A story of citizens who stood up to tyranny and won. The people prevailed and renewed an old vow to a more perfect union. And that was just the beginning. The story continues. Narrative. Where truth lives.